0: Boomtron, Boomtron,
1: Boomtron, Boomtron. But you're never gonna move on. Netflix OGs get your groove on. We talk about it all. We could be wrong. Kill the better views like a damn. ago again. Boomtron, bet you're never gonna move on. Just for you guys talking about the originals. Yo, pick your favorite show. We can put it on. We know it. Also, nothing's atypical. And this is
2: episode five of the Boomtron podcast. Everyone, I'm Diego. I'm joined by Damon. Amy, and we have another special guest today, Katie. Say hello, everyone.
3: Hello. Hey. How you doing?
2: Katie, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself so that the, the fans can kind of get to know you a little bit. And plug anything you want to plug. Oh, you. I know thank you, you have an Etsy store, don't you?
4: Uh, not Etsy, but I am selling stuff through Facebook oh, right now. All right. Um, My name is Katie. I am a zookeeper and animal trainer. I work with wolves and birds of prey and some foxes and a bunch of other cool animals and i met damon through his other podcast and invited him on one of our wolf tours and we've been buddies ever since Um, and i do have crafts and photography that i sell my facebook page is off kilter art and photography and I actually do have a couple podcasts my husband and I are going to try to get going in the next few weeks. So if you follow my art page, you can find out about those there.
0: Uh, she's going to be a ringer on podcasts. We've <laughs> just done so many of them now. Wait, what are your podcasts going to be about?
4: Okay, Damon, I swear the first one, we've had this planned way before <laughs> I found out about this podcast, but we're actually doing a Disney Plus uh, movie review podcast. Dude, that's cool. Yeah, he's, I'm really he's... excited.
0: See, the thing is, when we first, we, I can't even say we. When I first thought of this idea, (laughs) I thought, like, you could do Amazon, Disney Plus, and Netflix, and you can't. It's impossible. Like, you should hear us every week. We're like, Yo, did you watch this? Did you watch that? Did you watch this? No, no, no. Like, there's just so much on Netflix that we're keeping it to Netflix for now. So I think that's a good idea.
2: Yeah, being focused is uh, a good idea, I believe. Yes, I would agree.
4: I mean, there's something like, I made the full list, but there's well over 500 movies. So I've got plenty. So Katie,
3: are you guys going to be doing like new, new Disney Plus movies or the old ones or?
4: Any of them. Any of them. Yeah. That's going to be a a lot of material. Yeah. It's going to be a roulette situation. I've got a system where I'm going to roll die and that will correspond to a chart and tell us which movie we're going to watch. It'll be up to the fates. Nice. Nice. Yeah. I like
2: it I like it I like it you guys ready to jump into it then and give these spoiler free reviews yeah I let's
4: do it
0: definitely am
2: Damon I give you the floor first what do you got I, for I us appreciate
0: today? that I'm just gonna go on uh, out and just say f is for family I don't like it but I continue to watch it so I really must secretly like it it's <laughs> it's a show about the 70s It's a cartoon and like it's about growing up in the 70s it's just I find it intriguing so I'm finally done with that. That was, that was something that I, you know, again, I, I almost don't want to say I enjoyed watching it, but it obviously kept my interest, so I'm going to have to say that it's um, a thumbs up for me on that one. Are we talking about Outer Banks? Because that's like a triple thumbs up if I had to kind of give, you know, any sort of rating on that. Well, I and... believe we're going
2: to talk about Outer Banks and the in-depth spoiler alert section of the show, but yep. Outer Banks, I, I'm going to have to agree with you. That's a, that's a two thumbs up for me.
0: Your vision was a thumbs down flora's lava was like eight thumbs down um crazy delicious I'm gonna go with neutral for me like it was just okay and I think that's probably all I watched this
2: go around I think talk to me about Flora's lava because I'm with you I what for you it's Terrible what man <laughs> it's I terrible. I couldn't find anything that I liked about that show anything no. I
0: couldn't and you know what it is like I skipped to the later Ones for, you know, what was that, like, version two of some of them? Right. Yeah, different it, levels, yeah. It was still terrible. It was still just terrible. You had
3: such high hopes for that show, too.
0: I did, because... I I'm, had, too, yeah. Holy moly, this season has been killer. And I thought it was going to be, like, a wipeout holy moly. The, the problem was, again, you know, the contestants and the announcer and the host, so... We can we can talk more about that, but like that's really what it was for me. I don't think there's any spoilers for the show, per right. se. And I also thought we would have more variety. I don't know. I, I didn't like the contestants and I I felt like they were being too cheesy on purpose and the announcer host guy was terrible.
3: Well, I think part of the problem is there's just one host. There's yep. no banter. There's no.
0: There's mm-hmm. not. It's just
3: one person who occasionally comes in and narrates things, and I don't need you to narrate it. I'm and watching why do it. Why do
0: we need to meet him at the
2: end? Like, why is right. that like such a big prize?
3: Right, That's I not agree. a prize
2: for me. I, I was agree. expecting. I was expecting something like Wipeout, where the contestants don't really talk. It's just the two hosts <laughs> going back and forth, and, and you and know, then we just laugh and we just and laugh. There was no laugh. That was the thing. There
0: was no laughing, even in Holy Moly. In some of the episodes, you're like, "Oh, that dude got messed up," but it's in a funny way. Right. This had none of that.
3: Okay, I would agree with you. I, I had the same feeling about it. So.
2: I stopped after two oh, episodes. Home I game. Even do it. Home game. Home games. I loved home games. I did not. It was a thumbs down for me. It was oh, It man. was too...
0: You're, you're a history teacher. It was too historical. Like, I wanted to be entertained by the actual games, not by, like, I'm watching an encyclopedia. You know, somebody reading out of an encyclopedia for me. And the first episode should have been a winner for me. And that's when I knew it wasn't, because it had everything I would have liked, right? Uh, <laughs> like, pretty much a MMA-style game in my like motherland. MMA soccer. Yeah. In my motherland. Like, so how could I
2: not have liked it? And I didn't like it. I loved it. And I think you're right. The history part of it and learn the history of the games, the towns that the, the games were happening in. That was big for me. I I thoroughly enjoyed that. And then that you get the last 15 minutes of the show showing you the actual sport that they're trying to teach you. I, I really liked that. I give it at least a thumb and a half. Okay. And for me, Crazy Delicious. Did anyone else watch that or no?
0: I didn't get a chance to. Not me. It wasn't as good as Zumbo's Just Desserts, which I absolutely loved. Uh, It was just another, it was a neutral one. I I just, I thought it was okay. I watched a few episodes, but it wasn't something. What it was is that it kind of had that reality Z vibe. It was like, you know, it's like these gods up on the food Mount Olympus and they all dress in white and then they come down to, you know, the regular people and talk about their food that they're making. And it was just, the theme was, and it's this magical, like, Garden of Eden where there's just food all around you and you just kind of pick your food from, like, bushes and stuff. It was, like, over-themed. And it was over-themed so cheesily that I just, I couldn't get behind it. But the food that they make was interesting, so I did like kind of the food setup on what they were cooking and the way that they kind of went about it. But I just, I couldn't get behind, you know, the the whole Mount Olympus thing. And the other part that I don't always love is it's the same thing with nailed it i wish nailed it was a full season and you had 10 contestants and they knocked one off each week you know again it doesn't really fit the premise but this was the same sort of feeling zumbos was great because you had you know 10 or whatever people and then they knocked one off each week and then you start to kind of like certain people you know kind of like the big flower fight should have been but this day was just three new people every time so you're
2: not as invested really and that kind of was the reason i didn't really want to even give it a shot is because it reminded me too much of the big flower fight and that was a big <laughs> debacle for me. I watched the whole season, thinking it was going to be, you know, pretty good, but it wasn't. And this show just has too many similarities to it. Just watching the trailer, looking at the the image that pops up right away, I just I couldn't I couldn't even give it a shot right away. I love Carla
0: Hall, though, and, and that's why I gave it a shot. You know, from a judging standpoint, it just like I said, it didn't necessarily do it for me. I, I watched maybe half of the episodes, but again, you know, it's one of those things where. They're not forcing you to watch every episode, so I didn't, right, because they're all new people each time, and I look and see what they're cooking, and I go, Well, eh, I could skip that episode, so.
2: Okay. And something... Warrior
0: Nuns, we have to say, I give Warrior, a, Warrior Nuns a thumbs up, one thumbs up, though. One Just thumbs one. up? And Eurovision, the one thumbs down, not like yeah, a double we'll get, thumbs we'll down. Get, we'll get into yeah. both
2: of those of why you feel the way you do, but something that I watched, Amy, I think you watched it too, I don't know if Damon fo- followed through on his promise, was the politician. I yeah. didn't. I didn't, you didn't follow, follow Oh, man, Damon. We're going to have to talk off the air.
4: It's disappointing.
2: Wait, Katie, did you watch The Politician?
4: I haven't, and my okay. friend has been on my butt about it. <laughs> she wants me to watch it really badly.
2: It's not terrible. It's a It's a pretty good show. It took me a very long time to enjoy it and i think the first 2 3 maybe even 4 episodes i almost gave up on it but once like the the client uh, the, the story started to really pick up and the, the, you started to see all the troubles that they were having the, how they were going to solve it that kind of finally got me into seeing where is this going to go and the second season to me amy i think you said you didn't like the second season as much
3: so as the second so you just watched both seasons at once right so for me i was watching i had already seen season one and i really loved it and then i started season two uh right now and the first few episodes i didn't love it um for a variety of reasons and then it kind of caught and there was just something that happened there that kind of caught up with itself and I was like, okay, now, now we're back in the kind of show that I like. Um, And I love, I love Ryan Murphy from Glee, like he just takes controversial issues and he does such a good job of turning them into satire, but then sometimes. A switch turns and it becomes overdone. A friend of mine and I were talking about it, and he's like, you know, he he does a great job, and then there's this switch that turns and it's too much, it's overdone, um, and it's not really a spoiler to say like when they were doing the the cultural appropriation conversation that they had, like it it started out and then it was like, okay, you're it's it felt. It felt manufactured. It just didn't feel right. feel right. Um, but that being said, i I thought it I thought it was great. It really did catch up with itself. Ben Platt, I will watch Ben Platt in anything, and I love the fact that they let him sit down at a piano and sing for a while um, uh. because I mean, it, he's ridiculous. He's so, so talented um judith light and bet midler in season two i thought were great additions
2: was fabulous right exactly exactly and for me oh sorry keep going
3: no go ahead it's all right
2: well i was gonna say for season one what really kept me kind of into the show was gwyneth paltrow and even in season two again she was great (laughs) she's so funny in that show and and not to take anything away from ben platt um, in his singing but the singing part of the show I'm not going to lie, I fast forwarded through it because I just, to me, there, it was just, it didn't fit with anything in the show and it wasn't going to advance the story for me in any way. So I, I fast forwarded a lot of the singing parts. It
3: definitely doesn't advance the story. I agree with you on that part. I think that, I think it was definitely just kind of a tip of the hat to people who are fans of his who are only watching the show because of him. Um, so I think that's part of why they put it in there. I actually get annoyed when I'm watching a movie and they have like, a musical singing montage thing like when in the first wives club they're coming out of the this thing and they're all dressed up and they're singing it like you just said it doesn't advance the story it bothers me when they do that it bothers me when they do music montages of people trying on clothes in movies it's just <laughs> it's just stupid don't do that uh, I felt like the purpose for it here was right from the beginning that was kind of his way to unwind and process things. And as a musician myself, I do some of my best thinking when I'm sitting at the piano, like I sit down, and I play and as I'm playing, I just kind of, I'm not even really paying attention to what I'm doing on the piano, but I'm able to process things. And so that's what I thought the music part was a vehicle to, like it was showing how he kind of processed things. I don't know. That aside, I definitely really enjoyed it. But I only gave it one and a half thumbs up because it took a few episodes for it to really catch for me. Right.
2: Right. Another show that I actually watched was, actually a movie, was The Last Days of American Crime. And I mentioned this a few times in the past episodes. I finally got a chance to watch it, and it was boring. It was so boring for me. The action wasn't that great, the acting was, eh, I give it maybe half a thumb. One, being generous, but definitely not something I would recommend to many people. And another show that I was really amped about, and I was very excited, was Unsolved Mysteries because I remember as a kid watching it and being like freaked out of my mind. And I I just wanted that experience again, but there wasn't a host. The the stories were kind of boring. So Unsolved Mystery just didn't do it for me either. What other shows? What's up? I'm sorry,
3: you were really excited about The Last Days of American Crime too.
2: I was, but I feel like both
3: you and Damon had some high hopes this round and you were both pretty disappointed with
2: things. I had a lot of disappointing shows. I think the only- the only show that I would say that really I was excited about and watching that I was like amped or like I was ready for like the next season was Outer Banks. Like that show and and Warrior Nuns yeah. too. Like I was excited for it, watching it. I liked it. I, I'll look forward to the next season. But last, American, last Days of American Crime, not for me. Unsolved Mysteries, not for me. But yeah. hey, you know, it is what it is. Of course. What do you got, Amy? What kind of shows you got for us? So well,
3: I had the complete different experience that you guys did this round ugh. because everything that I wanted ugh. to watch, I was delighted with. Um, we already talked about The Politician. I thought it was great. I watched season two of The Order. I had watched season one when it had come out. I, I and really want to
0: watch it. I just, I can't do it for some reason.
3: What do you think it is that's hold? like, do you not enjoy that type of story? I The really sci-fi do. magic I, I kind of that. thing. I love that. You but do.
0: It just, I don't know. It just looks like it's going to be a little too
2: smart for you. I got it. <laughs> <laughs> I,
0: I'm, I'm trying to like. I'm trying to think of a way to put this, and I'm having a very difficult time with it. Um, a very much like chick lit sort of sci fi. I, I don't know how else to put it. That's what it makes me feel like.
3: Okay. I mean, you're not in entirely wrong with that i i felt that season like, i don't two, need to see
0: like werewolves bare chested like that's kind of like what i feel about that show <laughs> oh
3: yeah no it's not that's it, no like I twilight would it
0: makes that. me feel a little bit like twilight which i've never watched but i obviously have a very good understanding of what the show's about right right i, I have that feeling and, and i don't know is it not like that
3: i didn't find it to be like that um it's it's really these you know it's a college these kids go to this college and there are many kids who go to this college who are just going to college but then there are these other kids who have magic and there's this secret you know place where they go and they join this order. Um, Season two I really felt took the story further much further than season one it developed characters a little bit more which I'm, I'm very character driven so I really enjoyed that introduced some new characters I thought it was funny I thought it was smart like there were parts where i actually kind of chuckled at it i thought it was very smart writing and there were parts of it that i thought were really touching too again it's a lot of the shows that i watch when i kind of boil them down are about relationships and about friendship and that that's kind of what this one is too there's some characters that they introduced and some characters from season one that i still don't really like but i liked them I liked enough of the characters that I was happy when the finale of season 2 set us up for a season 3. So I'm I'm ready okay. for that to come out whenever they're able to go with that. Sorry. I'm going to
0: put it on the list maybe. We'll see. Yeah. It's,
3: it's, like it's with your time. Right? Yeah, I think exactly. it's worth your time. Like, I'm going to so be I- honest
0: with you. I'm never watching The Politician. I'm going to tell you I'm going to watch it. I'm not going to really watch
2: it. <laughs> so this goes on your fake list. When you exactly. Me, this it is my on, fake list. <laughs> I put it there on my go. fake list. I got you. I got you. The <laughs> fake list is okay. I have a fake list too. <laughs> so you th- should have put one. Flower
0: Thing on it. You should have put Flower <laughs> I thing, I thing on your fake I list. That's I your problem.
3: That. You guys keep watching those reality kind of shows on there. That's. I love that though. Yeah, but you don't. <laughs> <laughs> well, the the I love
0: good ones. The I last guess. two
3: that you talked about, you didn't love.
0: Well, and I love Zumbos though so much. Like that's why I love I Zumbos. Watch, right, Zumbos was like one of the best shows. I love it.
3: I don't know. I I don't know. I'm thinking we you know we the know your opinion about
0: food stuff. We get I, it, yeah,
3: yeah. Right? I'm not a, not a fan. But so I also watched Fuller House, and I gave it two thumbs up. I have been putting that one off. I haven't wanted to watch it. I've watched every episode of Full House multiple times. We own the box set of DVDs. My kids. She was gonna. Love she it. was gonna say
0: VHS tapes, weren't you? <laughs> yes, she was. Yes,
3: she <laughs> was. I was not. Um, but I, I, again, I, I kind of put it off because I kept feeling like it was just gonna be a cheesy kind of like when an author writes a series of books and it does well and then they write one more book because you know they're just going for a money grab and that book is terrible and it kind of ruins your memories of the first books that's what i was worried this was going to be i gave this two thumbs up uh it's not full house like it is definitely not full house it's much more grown up there's a large focus on the adult relationships which inadvertently brought up a lot of questions with my nine-year-old um, but I it, it really doesn't take itself too seriously and I like that they have a lot of like little quips in there about Netflix um, they'll say yeah you know I wish I could just stay home and binge a show I wish there was a channel like that like they make these little comments which kind of made me giggle and they also had all these quips about Mary-Kate and Ashley Olsen not coming back where they would literally pull themselves out a character and look at the camera and just kind of say something snarky about the fact that they chose not to be part of show and i liked that they in the first season they did some flashbacks to the original show and i really enjoyed that too they stopped doing that as they went on but it was kind of nice for those of us who watched full house to be able to see the parallels or the memories that they were talking about and if you didn't watch the show i thought it was really good that they went back so that when they're referencing something People who didn't watch the original show now could see what it was they were talking about. And again, like I said before, a lot of what I watched was shows about friendships and family and relationships. This was, I thought it was great. So I really enjoyed Fuller House. I also watched, and I was late to the party on this one, Daybreak. And I gave two thumbs up to Daybreak. <laughs> Daybreak was good. It is not your typical zombie show. Um it I Ferris Bueller. Underst-
0: how can you mess around with any show that has Ferris Bueller? Well, Mueller?
3: there you go. There you go. I, I understand that it was not renewed, which leaves me unsettled because I loved every single thing about it up until the end. And then in the last thirty huh. seconds, yeah. I need some I need some resolution on how the show ended. Um, but again, another show about friendship and high school. and I, I love the fact that it takes the groups that are in every high school and magnifies them and exacerbates them times like a million. I thought that was fantastic. I was um,
0: surprised it didn't get a season two as well. to be honest with you.
3: Me too. I really, really enjoyed that. So I also watched a movie called The Half of it. I gave that one two thumbs up. Again, I was really pleased with everything that I saw. The half of it is like a modern day Sierra Burgess is a loser, which was a modern day Roxanne, which was a modern day it's like, Cyrano it's on de like Bergerac.
0: My, my half fake list. Like okay. I kind of, sort of want to watch it, but I probably won't.
3: I thought it was really good. It was very good. It was very touching. It doesn't end in any way like you want it to end. But she even opens up the movie with that she says like this isn't a love story and then she says well I mean it is but it's not one where anybody gets what they want. And I love that like I love when I read a book and the ending isn't what you would predict it to be and that's kind of how Uh, I mean you could I it wasn't totally unpredictable but I I thought it was a great great teen movie.
0: Yeah, see, I like my shows to be wrapped up in a nice bow where, like, they go 10 years in the future, like, like Weeds, right? Like, you, you knew everything that happened at the end of Weeds. Like, that's what I want. I want every show to be wrapped up with a tiny bow, jump into the future, tell me what happened to everyone, and then I can go, ah, okay, and then move on with my life.
3: And I, I like that too and I appreciate it to a certain extent. Like I said with Daybreak, I'm very unsettled that there's no resolution for me, right? So that, that I would have liked it to be wrapped up. Though.
0: I don't know why that one didn't bother me as much.
3: Well, then this this won't bother you either then. Okay. <laughs> so you should watch right. this one. And then the last one that I watched, which I have about 3 episodes to go till I finish, but I abs and people have been telling me for a long time you got to watch A and I haven't watched it because for whatever reason, because I'm watching everything else obviously, but for whatever reason, I haven't gotten started on it. And I started it last week and I can't stop watching it. It is so good. I love this show so much. It's it's about a teenage boy who has autism and his autism is kind of the focus of the show, but it's not really the focus of the show. It's really about the family. And they really do a great job of focusing on every family Member and the people like they're just they're real people. They're complicated and they make mistakes and they're Trying to grow and I just I love this show so much It's it's actually a show where I haven't gotten to the last three episodes because I kind of don't want to be done with it So I've been putting it off and doing other things in the meantime So I don't have to finish it because I'm really just enjoying it so much and I'm kicking myself that I waited so long to watch it Did any of you watch it?
0: I have Mark's not like watched it
4: yet.
3: One or two episodes. I have not. Oh, you're missing out. That's one that's got to go on your real list. In my real I, list? Has yeah, to go on, on your, your, real your real list. Yes. I promise you. You, if, if you watch nothing else that I just mentioned, you need to watch Atypical. It's All so right. good.
2: Well, and speaking, you actually, we actually have an interview, right, Amy?
3: I believe we have an interview coming up with one of the people who played Quinn in the show which, again, there's so many, because it's set in a high school, there are so many characters, so many different people uh, who can be there. And Megan Suri plays Quinn in Atyp- Atypical, sorry. And I believe we have an interview that we can play for you now.
0: So for this episode of TV Timeout, we get to talk to Megan Suri, who had a reoccurring role as Quinn on Atypical in seasons two and three. So Megan, tell us a little bit about your character on Atypical.
1: Hey, so I play a character named Quinn, she first appears in the second season of A Typical, uh, alongside Izzy, um, as part of her posse at Clayton Prep High School. We're all on the track team together, and, uh, I kind of just describe Quinn as being a typical, entitled, rich, privileged girl. Um, she kind of just lives in a bubble of wealth and privilege alongside her <laughs> friends, um, I think she's a perfect example of being a total product of her environment. She comes from a rich background, goes to a super preppy school, and then, you know, is surrounded by people just like her. Uh, So definitely not people that we necessarily are eager to associate with in real life. But as an actor, it was super fun to play, being that it was my first time playing a character like that.
0: So, Megan, are there any funny behind-the-scenes stories you can tell us about in the filming?
1: You know, I think it's more of an embarrassing story than it is a funny one. But uh, <laughs> it's it's funny looking back, definitely now, which is the only reason why I'm sharing this. Um, so I guess a little backstory is needed for this to make a little bit more sense. So when I auditioned for this role, I actually also auditioned for the other role, in the in in the posse so I auditioned for Penelope who's the other friend and when I booked it originally I actually was cast as Penelope and then it wasn't until we got to set and at rehearsal that they did a last minute switch up and said Megan we're actually going to go ahead and have you play Quinn which wasn't at all a problem um being that you know I was familiar with the lines I had auditioned for both roles that wasn't so that was cool the problem was was that Quinn um is in a very I don't know how to say this foreign (laughs) stretching position that I Megan had never ever been in my life but I was never gonna admit that Um, I was so excited to be there and I wanted to be the best actor that I could possibly be so I immediately got into this position knowing that I'd never stretched that way ever in my life and um, as soon as my fingertips went past my kneecaps I knew I was in trouble man I just knew it you know that you know that feeling you get when you you, when you work out and as soon as you're done maybe even two minutes before your workout finishes you're just kind of like oh oh yeah I'm gonna feel this tomorrow yeah man it was that but like times 30. (laughs) I was in so much pain but I was just so excited to be there that I think the endorphins and serotonin really canceled out the pain that my muscles were feeling um which is why, funny enough, watching that scene, I remember when I stood up, you can actually hear me almost like panting a little bit, and it makes no sense because all I was doing was stretching. Um, so yeah, a little Easter egg for that.
0: <laughs> so tell us something people would be surprised to learn about you.
1: I mean, I'm a pretty square gal, so there isn't anything that's like alarmingly shocking or surprising to find out about me. Um, And I guess if you're watching it from Atypical, it wouldn't be that surprising, just being the fact that my character is already on a sports team. But I actually played basketball for, like, a good portion of my life. About uh, six years, to be exact. Um, And I think the only reason why some people find it surprising is just because, based off of my filmography in the past, most of the roles that I have been cast as have been more on the... uh, nerdy goody two shoes slash teacher's pet overachieving vibes which I definitely was there's no doubt about that but people are kind of you know surprised to find out that I was a little bit of a baller I mean I wasn't like that good but I loved it and uh you know it's all about representation even on that court
0: So Megan, if you could guest star on another Netflix series, which one would it be and why?
1: Oh, that's so easy. Hands down. Sex education. It's just one of those scenarios where if you know, you know. (laughs) I mean, why? It's witty. It's fun. It's inventive. It's diverse. It's so inclusive. It's educational, literally. Um, I think at this stage in my career, especially being that I still play in a younger range of age, um, those are the type of stories that I'm super interested in. It's just such a good show too. I feel like anyone who has watched it has the same exact opinion on it and that opinion is universal with it's just so good. And then also, of course, Shuri Gatwa. I mean, need I say more? <laughs> He's a national treasurer and I would love to be In the same vicinity as him as creepy as that sounds
0: so why should everyone be watching atypical
1: so i mean i could honestly rave about this show and go on and on because it's just that good and i'm still so surprised at how underrated the show actually is but um in short i think that one of the main reasons that everyone should be watching atypical is because atypical is giving a voice to a community that is unfortunately otherwise I think disregarded by society um you know tv and film was always meant to be inclusive and diverse and representative of real people of what we see in real life and I think that Atypical is one of the few shows in mainstream media right now that's actually giving a voice to a community that's disregarded by society you know um and what Atypical does a great job of doing is it debunks those preconceptions that we have and it's showing in a very clear way that these stories are not only valid but they're fun and enjoyable and binge-worthy and that's so dope um it's really funny and the acting is great the writing is wonderful it's just a good show I, and I can genuinely bank on this show you will not regret if you watch so yeah <laughs>
0: Megan, thanks so much for taking the time out to talk to us. Is there anything else you want to tell us about that you have coming up in the future?
1: Yes, I do. Um, I've got an indie film coming out called Drama Rama, written and directed by Jonathan Waisaki. Shout out to Jonathan. Um, it's a fun, cute little movie about a couple of drama nerds throwing their last murder mystery party before heading off to college. So, yeah, it's really cute. I'm not exactly sure when it's going to air because of COVID, but, of course, when this clears up and it's safe to go out again... Um, We're really excited to start our festival circuit with that. But yeah, thank you for having me.
2: All right, so thanks Damon for that interview. That's awesome. Always a pleasure being able to talk to some of the cast from some of our shows that we're watching. So before we get into the meat of the show then, let's give everyone a chance to fast forward to the one hour and 12 minute mark. That's when we'll talk about some of the shows that we're looking forward to. So again, if you don't want, in-depth with spoiler reviews of Eurovision, Outer Banks, Warrior Nun, and Feel the Beat. Fast-forward to an hour and twelve-minute mark. So, with that being said, I'll give you a choice. Well, we have a guess, right? Well, yeah. Katie? So we're so gonna we're gonna let we're like Katie pick, and she gets to talk first too. Oh, so I
4: get Katie, to Eurovision or Warrior Nuns. Which one do you want first? Uh, let's do Eurovision. I have some opinions on Eurovision.
3: Oh, that does not sound promising. Am I going to be the only person with thumbs up for Eurovision? I think so. Oh, no.
2: What do you got, Katie? Let us, let us, fill us in.
4: All right. I, I give it a barely thumbs up, mostly because that movie was made for me. Like, I grew up loving ABBA. Like, they were the first band that I ever really fell in love with. Uh, My mom always said that the line from thank you for the music. uh, Mom always said I was a dancer before I could walk. She said I began to sing before I could talk. She said that was me because I was doing that to ABBA. So five minutes into this movie, I was like, this movie is for me. And then they let me down. And I feel like if you let down your core audience, you've, you've not done a good thing.
0: I would agree. I felt like I didn't even finish it. So these guys were already on me because I couldn't even finish it. So I sat down to watch it with my kids and my wife, and I got halfway through and was like, no, I can't do it. And for me, a lot of it was I just wasn't invested in anything. Like, that's not Will Ferrell what he does best. Like, give him it what he does Will best. it is Will Ferrell. Don't you remember no, but that movie that was uh,
2: Napoleon Dynamite, Blades of Glory? Yeah. It's like the exact same premise. And for me, for this one, I just I felt like it was – it was either trying to be a comedy or not be a it comedy. Was it, it was nothing. It was nothing. It was like stuck between genres. I couldn't figure I, out if it was I, supposed I to be funny or not. I 100% agree with you. When and the funniest part of the show or the movie is Ja Ja Ding Dong song, that's it. That the one. <laughs> that funny that's the only funny part in the whole movie is that song so, and, and that whole scene. And that's it. Um, did you
0: did you feel like though two things stuck out to me? First of all, Pierce Brosnan... Was st- was still good in the show, right? It's still good in the movie because he, I thought he did well, but I felt like the scenery overtook the characters, and that's not a knock on the scenery; it's a knock on the characters. I was more interested in some of the phenomenal, you know, video work and scenery that they put into this, and it just kind of took away because I wasn't invested in any of the characters, and for me. It wasn't Will Ferrell enough. I was looking for a little bit of humor here and there, Diego. Like you said, it was stuck between I didn't know what it was. And it was nothing, so it was boring. But see, it sure looked good.
3: See, I it did. It absolutely was gorgeous to look at. I found it to be a complete and total surprise. I went into it, I think, like you did, right? I was expecting a Will Ferrell movie. I was expecting Anchorman. I was and they expecting... told us it
0: wasn't. I knew it. Like, they told us it wasn't.
3: Right, right. But and then... I... And then... But I think people hear Will Ferrell and they can't get rid of this idea of Will Ferrell. And you expect certain things from his movies. And I'll be honest, I was a little bit nervous going into it as well. I mean, as nervous as you get watching a movie. Um, And because the last Will Ferrell movie I saw was Watson and Holmes or Holmes and Watson. And that was terrible. I thought that was terrible, maybe the worst thing he'd ever done. And so I was a little bit anxious about it, but I love, love, love Rachel McAdams. So I thought, you know what? I'm going to give it a try. I've always been fascinated with the actual Eurovision competition. So again, like you, Katie, like, is this a real thing? Yes.
0: I didn't even know that. Oh yeah, Most that makes of the, it well, worse. You wouldn't know
3: because you didn't watch the whole movie. But throughout no, the movie, I get through it. The, the, throughout the movie, a lot of the people who were competing and singing on stage and singing at this one scene in a party—they were actual past Eurovision contestants and winners. So this is a real thing, and it's huge. It's huge over there. Um... But so I'm, I, there was so much about it. And like you, Katie, I was always a huge fan of ABBA. I, I loved their music. I loved everything. I had their album and there's my age, their actual vinyl album. Um, I had that, that when I was growing I love them. So It I was the car, target audience for this as well. And, and I really loved it. I thought it was touching. Once I let go of this idea of what this movie is supposed to be, and just said, I'm just gonna enjoy the movie for what it is. I found it touching. I found it to be funny. Um, I thought it was a little bit of like a grown up pitch perfect. They even had a scene in it, if you saw pitch perfect, where they have this riff off, where everybody's kind of singing off of each other's songs. They had a scene like that in it, except for it wasn't a competition. They were all singing together. Again, this is a place where they kind of highlighted actual Eurovision people. As for Will Ferrell, You know, I was I was talking about it with a friend of mine and and she made a great point. She said it was a lot like Jim Carrey in The Truman Show, right? Not what people expect from Jim Carrey or Ben Stiller in The Secret Life of Walter Mitty. Not what you're expecting. Will Farrow's character was a goofball here, but not in the usual way. Right. I mean, he was still a stupid idiot kind of goofball who was ruining things and making a mess of things, but not to the extent that he normally was. And it I wasn't just... funny, though. See, I, and I don't think it was supposed to be overtly funny. I think there were supposed to be but small chuckles do, in there.
0: Do you know how Space Force wasn't overtly funny? And I think that we're probably some of the few people that enjoyed Space Force, but like, Space Force wasn't overtly funny, but I found it funny. This I didn't find funny at all, except the one song. And even then, I, you know, I'm only laughing about it because Diego brought it up, not because I was laughing when I watched it.
3: Right, <laughs> right. Yeah, no, I, I, I agree. I. I, I hear what you're saying. I don't think it was supposed to be that kind of comedy, though. Like, I really don't. When I watched Space Force, yes, there were parts when I chuckled. It wasn't overtly funny, but there were some funny parts. But I didn't find a lot of Space Force to totally grab me and make me like, like, I cared about what happened here. It, at one point, and again, Damon, you wouldn't know because you didn't watch the I whole didn't, thing. Because obviously I didn't
0: care enough to watch the <laughs> Right, thing. right.
3: But, I, at, you know, at one point, Will Ferrell, he leaves. And I... I like. I was upset. My husband was watching with me, and both of us were like, "Oh, like because at that point we were really invested, and for him to be invested in this again, I would have it's thought only he might have felt you." Uh, I don't know. I think he
0: liked <laughs> the movie, uh,
3: but I just, I really liked it. I gave it two thumbs up. Two?
4: Got no, two. Way. Yes. Oh, yes, no way. Yes, I did. Oh god. Yes, I
3: did. I really. I thought and, it was a departure for Will Ferrell. I thought it was. Again, I was. I feel like if you're not able to let go of this, I want this to be a typical Will Ferrell movie, you're going to be disappointed.
2: I learned a lot about Amy this week. I think Amy was was memorized by Pierce Brosnan. That's what I think. I saw him, and that's it. And and
3: again, I love Pierce Brosnan, but he was like the worst character in the movie. I was so angry with him throughout the the movie.
0: He was the best. So angry with
3: him. Uh, I I,
4: I loved it. I what were you going to say,
0: Katie? I heard you were going to chime in.
4: I See, this to me was a typical Will Ferrell movie. I am not a fan of Will Ferrell. Like, I think Anchorman, he's always the worst thing about his movies. I think the other people around <laughs> him tend to save his movies. And the only exception for me really is Elf. I think he's so sweet and endearing in that movie. And I want him to be that in everything. And I think he <laughs> could have been that in this. And he wasn't but Ooh, like that's interesting. Rachel McAdams and Dan Stevens, like they tried so hard to save this movie and I think they were both fantastic and I think they were wasted potential.
3: Mm. See, and I think if anybody else had played that character other than Will Ferrell, it would have been it would have been too much. Like he it wouldn't have been like again because he is an idiot because he's always playing that character he was able to play this idiot guy who totally just kept messing things up but didn't mean to and kind of missed the point of a lot of things and I feel like if anybody else had played that it would have been it just wouldn't have rung true not that this rung true but it just wouldn't have you you two thumbs
0: up there what do you mean it didn't ring true it's like pulling the (laughs) bell down on the bell tower no no
3: no I said if anybody else had played the part it wouldn't have rung true I I really really loved this movie. I really did. I really I did.
2: I mean, like I said, for me, the only two shining points of this movie was Ya Ya Ding Dong and then that last song that Rachel McAdams sung, with the help of Molly Sandan, who was actually also in Eurovision. Right, like, right. That was that was it. There wasn't anything where I was, like, into it. When she started singing in Icelandic or whatever the language is, mm-hmm. it was phenomenal. But that was it. That Those were the only parts. And then at the end, when they sang Ya Ding Dong again, that's it. I, I missed I missed that on another ya, ya Ding Dong at the end there were two <laughs> ya, ya Ding Dong performances okay. man. I don't
3: know I think there was just a lot of subtlety to this one That again I think a lot of people missed If they went into it expecting one thing And it just wasn't And I that. think
2: that's what it is And maybe it goes back to the point of what you said Maybe if someone else was playing it Instead of Will Ferrell And we have these high expectations Where it's a Will Ferrell movie It's going to be really funny This is what we're expecting Maybe if someone else had played that role might have liked role, it better We might have liked it better yeah I, Maybe
3: that could be. That could be. Maybe that it, that is a really good point. It could have just been that you, it wasn't what you
1: expected.
0: It wasn't. And I, I and was I, also, I think, the other thing, too, is I, you know, I liked Demi Lovato, definitely, but I yes. just think, like, I don't love seeing characters. It kind of brought me out a little bit, right? You know, you're kind of trying to get drawn into the movie, and then her be, being, you know, Katiana, mm-hmm. I don't know. It just didn't work for me. And I got to like her. It's not a knock on her, and her voice is phenomenal. Just. She's too big of a person to play that role. That's yeah. Her.
3: I I would agree with that. I agree. I would definitely agree with that. You needed somebody that you wouldn't identify as who they were. Because every time I saw it, she was Demi Lovato.
2: Yeah, yes. like I'm was, sure yep. she
3: she was acting. I'm not saying she didn't do a good job, but because she's so well known, every time I saw her, I was like, oh, there's Demi Lovato again. So I agree with you on that one. All right. So now let's see if we need to argue oh. about Warrior Nun.
0: I, I there's so much to talk about. I don't even know even where to start. So he, here's the thing, everybody. We all watched it today. So this <laughs> show comes out on Monday. We're, we're actually recording this on Thursday. We all watched it today, every single episode. And I think that was a detriment to me. I liked it. I really liked it. But I think watching it all at once is a little bit of a detriment because it definitely lagged a little bit in the middle. There's, you you have this whole story of the warrior nuns, but then it gets a little bit bogged down in the middle with her just normal life. And that's not mm. what I want. So I, listen, I enjoyed it. It was definitely, a, you know, one and a half thumbs up, but it definitely ebbed a little bit. It would have been great in eight episodes. And plus, I think we all would have been less tired if it was eight episodes. <laughs> yes. I think we would have done better with eight episodes. And there could have been a little bit in the middle that I don't think affected the characters enough to have to worry about it but I want to go on record saying that Alba Batista Mm -hmm. killed it
3: right yeah she's amazing definitely did definitely did killed it she's like a mix of a young Ellen Page and a young Jessica Alba no pun intended with the last name being her first name but like I felt like she was like a little bit of a mix of them she played a really complicated character really well really well
0: i i would definitely say that was the case I, overall I, the only other thing i would say is maybe being a church-going person i felt a little dirty after watching it <laughs> <laughs> but, but but beyond that i really really enjoy it there's a lot to talk about here so i mean what did everyone else think just overall first
3: I really enjoyed it. I'll watch anything with angels and demons in it. I love that kind of stuff. I've always been fascinated by the genre. Give me a damn brown book, angels and demons, the Da Vinci Code. I love that kind of thing. So I will watch any movie that is like that. And I thought this one was really, really well done. Because it can be really, really well done or really, really poorly done. And I thought this one was well done. And it reminded me a little bit um, of Buffy the Vampire Slayer with that whole like, Into every generation, there is a chosen one kind of thing. And whereas Buffy, again, I own the entire series on DVD, not VHS. VHS. No. (laughs) Um, But... She's a reluctant hero at the beginning and I felt like Ava was a reluctant hero here, right? She didn't ask for this. She didn't want it. And yet she winds up becoming, you know, exactly what she needed. The only piece that I didn't, and I agree, I felt that it lagged in the middle and maybe that was just my exhaustion, but I I did feel like I didn't really care for the whole scientist storyline uh, the woman who was trying to create a portal but, to heaven I didn't care for did, that th- like let's just fight some demons I don't really care about that
0: <laughs> agreed you know? I mean, that, that was such a great driving force because it's a mother at the end of the day trying to save her kid and it sets up season two right so now so this is spoiler right. section so we can talk about whatever we want here and it, it's what kind of sets up season two
3: it does. It does. And and once that piece of it, again, as I'm watching and the scientist is there and I kept trying to figure out what her deal was, when she finally goes in and talks to the boy, when mm-hmm. he's first introduced, that made more sense to me. But even still, I found myself paying a little bit less. Like, once they set up what it was, I didn't really feel that that particular storyline advanced very much. I felt like she was kind of there... For well, her son, but also she wound up then having to kind of help them out to get Ava yeah, she was a, the wall, she, you know.
0: she was a piece that had to be there.
3: Yeah, she was a plot device. Yeah, definitely. So, I don't know. I love, I also thought it was smart. I love the fact that every episode title was a Bible verse. And if you actually, because this is what I do, because... I, I thought about this, I'm, I didn't have time. I'm a little nerdy <laughs> with yeah. the research, but I would Google them and see like what... The, and they all kind of matched up with like the essence of that particular episode. So I love that. I'm a huge fan of smart writing. I really love that. I thought the character development was really good. Mother superior who you know hated 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 by the end didn't hate her. The development of Vincent. I just I I really it was a two thumbs up for me. This was a great week for me in Netflix. So uh, yeah, I enjoyed that one a
4: lot. Katie, what do you think? I give it a one and a half one and a half thumbs. My husband, he was a trooper and plowed through the whole thing with me and we were talking about it and we felt like the first eight episodes, the car was in park and you're just kind of like looking around and taking in the scenery. And then episode eight, you put the car in neutral and then 10 minutes left in the season finale, you started driving. (laughs) Like I, I'm feel like that whole season could have, like you said, Damon, it could have been eight, maybe even six episodes. And, like, the f- plot finally took off, and now it's done. <laughs> there
0: was a lot of setup, though. I yeah. Because you, you, you wanted to hate, you know, Doretti through the whole thing, and then you kind of don't, right? And then it, it just there was a lot of setup work that needed to be done, and, and maybe it could have been done quicker and smarter. I don't know. But I think the payoff in the end was kind of worth most of the setup, I would say. Because it did get a little crazy at the end, so I think it was worth that setup. But it definitely took a little while to get there, because you really didn't know. Like I was again, I told you guys, I, I'm pretty stupid when it comes to trying to figure out what's going on. But a lot of the stuff that happened, you know, towards the end, I was like, oh, well, that's who set her up, right? Like I didn't see that. Like okay, right? I get that. I thought it played out well at the end, but again, it dragged a little bit to get there. But I think. Most of what we went through was necessary. I mean, are we ever going to see the boyfriend again? That boyfriend dude? Like, what was yeah, that right. all he about? Just, yeah, like the story. story, Yeah.
4: Bye.
3: Although, let's be honest, if you saw what he saw, you might just totally disappear for a while, too. Oh, That's I, true. Might,
0: I would definitely bounce. There's no doubt. But <laughs> I just think, like, what did that show? Was that just a way for her to get away from you know, being a warrior nun for a little bit. I mean, she could have been wandering the streets hanging out, too. I don't know if that was necessary unless they come back and we see them again. I'm not sure. But this is the other thing Like I was thinking about through the whole thing. Did you love? I loved most of the CGI work. I thought it was absolutely great, especially for, you know, something that's on television. But the demon? Hmm. I don't know. I go both ways on that. (laughs) Like, was it good or was it
2: bad? There was, I don't one know. Sc- there was one scene, I think it was with the boyfriend in the garage where he's standing over the boyfriend and there's a car next to it. Yeah, and, and he picks go- up the car and throws it? Yeah, yeah. That yeah, part yeah. to me, I was like, ooh, that, that's that's not good. That's not a good look, that's <laughs> not a good look at all. But yeah. I, I have to agree with Amy on what she said about the whole angels and demons genre. Like, I'm all about that too. Like I, I watched Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Love that show. Love that whole angel, demons, that whole thing as well i give it a thumb and a half up as well for this show. Uh, but I do agree that that middle, a little stagnant, and I, I want season two. I, I'd binge season two tonight. Mm, I don't know if I would binge season two tonight. After yeah, I could give it a couple one. days. I might
3: <laughs> sleep tonight and then binge season two tomorrow.
0: But what did you think about the whole Halo and the dude actually being a demon rather than an angel at the end?
3: Oof. I felt like as soon as I saw him, I, I, I felt as though... But
2: they tried to Jesus him up on. a little they bit. They
3: totally tried yeah. to do that. Yeah, I would definitely agree with that. I I.
2: The fact that he was stuck in the tomb and he was still alive already threw off alarms for me. I was like, why is this guy here? Why are they on trapped like that?
3: Yeah, I yeah. thought that, that was a little predictable. I didn't predict it, but I felt like for a lot of people that could have been predictable the the fact because at some point who is the bad guy right like this idea of so she's gonna go in there and she's gonna give up the halo and then everything's like you knew something was gonna have to go wrong so once she got in there and he's standing there it just it just felt off which she felt too you know as soon as she's in there she's like wait so you're not bones (laughs) did you did lilith go to hell i i think so i think so yeah
0: so is she bad I mean, her hair's obviously turning white, right? So that's right. something that they kind of use to signify something, but we don't really know yet. But, like, is she bad? And what was that crusty stuff she had going on? I, that, think, like-
3: I think she is bad. I think she was then... Because remember, in, that, in the last episode, she's there and she's talking to the scientist and her son,
4: yeah. and then
3: she disappears. And how yep. does she disappear? She disappears in that red smoke, which signified the demons. So yep. I believe that she went to hell and she became possessed it, i don't know
0: but, but is she really fighting with the wh- what was the dude that that was supposed to be bones what was his, his name again adriel that, adriel like so is she with him or is she just another like is there a whole mess load of demons that we're talking about like and what about the father he's definitely down like he's a bad dude right yeah yeah okay, so he's a
3: bad dude
2: so what does that mean for duretti is he is he a good guy
3: he seems he to not? be He he's side to note be. S-
2: side note on duretti Joaquin Dalmeida, he's yeah. he's great, man. In yeah, any he's so he, good. any movie where he plays like the bad guy, mm-hmm. he's great. I love that guy.
3: Yeah. And and he was perfect casting because as soon as he was on the screen, I was like, Oh, he's the bad guy. Because he's always the bad guy. And <laughs> yep. then turns out not so much of a bad guy. I mean, not a great guy, but he's not the bad guy, in quotes.
0: So so where's this Halo from? Well, I guess we I'm don't
3: sure. know. I guess that's gonna be season so, two.
0: I mean, even my guess is right. It came from hell, right? But That's why was it there? Assume. Did somebody steal it from heaven? Like so, so there's definitely some things to be told. And then the sun goes to where in that portal? And it was interesting that the portal came up to life, right? In in the scientist lab, at the time that this whole battle's going on,
3: right? Mm-hmm. So right.
0: what does that mean? Where did he go? Did he go to heaven or hell?
3: I would assume that he went, maybe they pulled him up into heaven so that he could be the angelic warrior who's going to counter Adriel in season two. How's that? That, was- that? That's some good little uh, foreshadowing. <laughs> okay. making that's up a, in that's a very optimistic <laughs>
4: theory. That is optimistic. The
0: only <laughs> character I don't know if I was in love with was Shotgun Mary, and I don't know why.
3: Oh, I loved Mary. I, I loved her. I
0: love Shotgun Mary, too. Mary
3: was probably, other than Ava, my favorite character in the show.
0: Mm-hmm. Ah, there was just a few scenes that seemed a little pushed with her for me. I, I just that's kind of the way I felt. I, I didn't hate her. I didn't love her. I, I love the rest of the sisters, though. I thought they were all very well thought out and had a little bit of depth. I, I didn't think she had a lot of depth to her as a character.
3: Really? I liked like what they, she
0: was, but I didn't. I don't know why.
3: She takes Ava to that town and yeah. kind of like helps her yeah. understand the, the purpose behind it all. And
0: But that doesn't seem like her character, right? That seems like she was just walking her through an interesting place. That That's just how I felt. But a place um,
3: that she had impacted. It was a place that she uh, had personally impacted.
0: Yeah. I mean, it just... Something about the character just left me a little... Bit, like I wanted a little bit more depth there. Okay. And I just maybe I missed it. You know, cuz again, watching this in one sitting is tough.
3: It
4: was a At lot. Any it's show, a lot. It's
0: just tough. And maybe I just missed out a little bit of that, but I thought every one of the sisters was so well done. So well done. Every one of them was a different character. You felt the nuances, you know, you could kind of understand, you know, what was driving each one of them. And I liked all the little funny stuff, like the Harry Potter references. Right. There was definitely Easter eggs all over the place. And a lot of people kind of complained about them from what I was reading.
1: Really?
0: I, I enjoyed them. I thought they were funny. I thought they were funny.
3: What were the complaints? Just that they uh, kind of forced. took you out of the story?
0: Yeah, a little okay. forced. Okay. but okay. I didn't think so because it's not like we were in a story that was set in the crusades.
3: Right, exactly. We were right.
0: in a story that's set now. I also thought the flashbacks were very well done from a you know, cinematography standpoint,
4: you mm-hmm. know, for
0: what this show was. Again, it's not winning any awards from that, but I thought that they didn't necessarily, you know, pull back on any of the things that they needed to for the flashbacks. I thought they were very well done. Again, the, the demon was just a mm, sometimes it was like, oh I don't know about it. Everything else was great though and I think that's what made the demon kind of stand out a little bit more. Okay. And I don't even I don't even yeah. know what they could have done. Diego, did you feel like it was movement? It was look, I didn't know what it was. It felt vid- very video game-ish though.
2: It's it kind of reminded me of the complaints people had on Justice League when they had Stephen Wolf fighting and they just hated the CGI. Look, and and it's 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 always weird to say like CGI looks too fake. Well, CGI is fake. Like I yeah. I get it. But I just, it just didn't match up. Like the colors maybe didn't match up, or just like the superimposed concept. It just, it didn't match up the right way for the me. The car scene, time. you're
0: absolutely right, though. The car scene was tough. I think that's where it kind of hit it for me.
2: Yeah.
3: I think for me, the issue with the demon, just again, I watch a lot of demon and angel kind of things.
2: And Bare for chested me, werewolves, <laughs> go ahead. On <laughs> <I'm> VHS. <And laughs> so not even HD. Old school.
3: But the, I, for me, my thought about that demon was that he was too big. When I watch these movies, the the scariest demons are the ones that you don't see coming, right? They're the ones that look like us. And so to have this big, huge demon, it felt almost like a caricature of a demon.
0: But he, he wasn't going to be in our... He couldn't stay in our time long enough... I know. ...to have him be someone... You know what I mean? Like if he was like so, what is this dude called? The the Tarsk or whatever. It's like right. if he looked like a human or didn't look like a human, he was only bound to our world for so long. It didn't matter. Like I don't think he could be sneaky. Kind of know what I'm saying?
3: I don't- could be sneaky but i didn't find him scary because he was so big like he looked like the monster under your bed that you imagine when you're a little kid as an adult to me i see that and i'm not afraid of that i see that red smoke going into those people and their eyes turn black that creeps me out so again maybe it's just my personal demon preference
0: what, what's, but what, uh, what's the show on nbc where and i loved it gosh and i can't Kristen bell is that who it is or the good place a, Yes. The uh-huh. demon would look just like the demons from there. That's what I felt like and that was supposed to be a comedy and this right. wasn't.
3: Right. Right. Yeah. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Like a caricature of what a demon is going to be. I that's ex- I agree with you 100% on that. 100%. Yeah.
0: So so what did so did you guys get out of this that the uh, divinium was demon bones? Yeah. That that's actually what it was. Okay. I had actually had to read that. I didn't realize that.
3: I didn't get that out of it. Yeah, I didn't
4: really think about it, honestly. I didn't either.
2: I think when she was going through the the wall to get into the tomb and she ran into the demon and it just, they talked, I think they kind of explained or talked about it a little bit to see She said, I
3: can't pass through these bones because they're made of divinium.
2: Right. And she said it, it didn't go into him. It was already there. I think that's kind of how she explained it. Okay, gotcha.
0: Yeah, th- there was definitely some 10-second skips to make through the day. So. <laughs> right? there definitely was some 10-second skips. I-, I don't know if I would want to do this again. Because if a show was really good, I think it would have made it harder to do it all in one day. It mm-hmm. sounds crazy, right? But it, I think it would have made it harder. I-, I was like, this was more of a job. I enjoyed the show, don't get me wrong, but this was more of a job.
3: I would agree with that. I yeah. would agree with that. I don't know that it would have made a difference if I loved the show, hated the show, didn't, whatever. It, it's a long time to just sit and watch a show.
0: <laughs> yeah, we were yeah. talking. I really wish it was 30-minute episodes. Yeah. <laughs> when I yeah. saw that one episode that was 30-something minutes, I was like, yes. I
2: watched a lot of it on my phone, so I wasn't sitting the whole time. I, had I watched to. the oh, wow. whole
0: thing on my phone. Oh,
2: you what? wild. you wild. Yeah, Whoa. I did
0: wild. because I, I got up and I started watching it on my phone in bed in the morning. And then... The 10-second skip is so much easier on your phone yes. than it is on TV. That's true. So I was like, no, I'm in on this phone How thing. How can you guys <laughs> even be
3: talking about special effects when you're watching them on a little tiny screen?
0: Because we're Ooh, not fair that point
2: old. We can see stuff still.
3: Oh my god, you are not <laughs> that much younger than me. How
2: about this? How about this? How about this? Let's feel a little bit younger. Let's help Amy out so we're we, we get a little into the young genre age. And let's talk about Outer Banks then. Okay. Oh, I forgot we had to talk about Outer Banks. Yeah. I love Outer Banks. I loved Outer Banks. And I was, this was probably one of those shows where I'm expecting like a teeny bop. K- Katie, you got to watch this show. You you got to watch this show. It is. If, you, if you're a fan of the Goonies, you should watch this show.
3: Yeah, you know what? I don't see that connection, but I, I do, I do see the connection. I see the connection. I didn't feel that way about it. I I thought it was a great show. I gave it a one and a half thumbs. I didn't give it two. I gave it one and a half because I just felt like it was a little dark. Like a little. There was a lot that I had. I had to suspend my disbelief a lot. Like the, Ooh, all of the characters, like the bad guys were so bad for teenagers. And I just ah, there were shit. so many things where I was like stop it. There's no way this is happening and, you know, division that... of family services isn't getting involved. Or there's no way no way that this is happening and the co- you know, I just felt like I... there was a lot that I was like come on.
0: I didn't feel that way. I felt it was a little bit too dark, but I just felt it was dark for no reason to be dark. I think a lot of things could have happened off stage and it would have been fine. I would, I felt like it was a little Goonies, my, again, my mother said, you know, the Goonies right from get go, but it was definitely darker. I don't know if I felt like I had to suspend belief for any of it. I mean, it just, it was just one of those things where I was like, why? Like why? I mean, the only thing that was brutal for me. You tell me this guy had that thing sitting, that map sitting in his
2: office. (laughs) For <laughs> that long and never. <laughs> Come right, on. right. No, me, I agree on. with that. I just, I just really enjoyed it because again, I loved Goonies and I love treasure hunting movies. So you give mm-hmm. me uh, Nicolas Cage did, National Treasure. Yep. You add a little history to to it, and I'm I'm sold. And this, did they find thing. the gold too early? No.
3: When would you have had them find it? Like I don't know.
2: Like, I I'm just because saying. they
3: had to find the gold in order for a lot of that other stuff to happen.
0: True, but do I feel like it could have been? A little bit further in the future, I feel like Maybe. it went too quick. I feel like that part went a little too quick, but then again, it was kind of unbelievable, right? In terms of you know, certain parts of it, like the map and all that. But I just felt like it went a little bit too quick. I wanted more of that treasure hunting because because now what are we left with? We're not left with a treasure hunt anymore, or are we? Well,
2: right. now well, they gotta well, get the treasure be. back. Yeah, now they gotta get the treasure back. In yeah, the, for where, uh, was it in an island in the Car- n- Caribbean? Yeah, Nassau, I think they said. Right. But that's not going to be
0: a treasure hunt anymore. That's going to be like a heist. Yeah, yeah now We, it's we be went a heist. from a treasure hunt to a heist, and I would have liked more treasure hunting.
3: <laughs> and you never know. There's still a lot of sunken ships around where they are, so it could very well be well, you that... You think
0: they're going to find another one?
3: Yeah, maybe. Who knows? Like, again, I don't, like, I had to suspend. I could believe that because there was a lot that I didn't believe. And, again, I liked the show a lot. One and a half thumbs for me. I just felt like that class warfare between the Pogues and the Kooks was a little bit overdone. Ooh, I would. Really? I think it would have been really interesting to see how they interacted Where, if it was, a, like, during the school uh, year. So I would have I loved to have seen
0: that. them in school. Like, I went to a college when the, the townie versus college division was so oh my goodness so like that that it wouldn't surprise me like that's for me like it wasn't there was no you know again
2: i saw that like and something I, similar to that and just talking about that i just don't see how you don't see the connection with goonies like that I,
3: I do i said even talking
2: back she came back she said it talking to my niece she, i was like it's a lot like goonies she's like no it's not and i was like how not she's like there's a treasure hunt i was like goonies has a treasure hunt she's right. like well there's a well there's a well in Goonies too. Everything she said. <laughs> there's so many aspects. The girl, she's from the, the, the rich group of friends. She goes down to hang out with the Goonies, right? So it's, there's so many aspects of it. So much so that I was like, this can't be an original thought that I had. So I went online, I was like, <sighs> Goonies, Outer Banks, on Google, and lo and behold, everyone's saying it. So right. I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Like, if you were to tell me we had to binge watch that today, I would have enjoyed, I think, every single episode of it. There, to me, there wasn't um, any downtime. Downtime.
0: Um. Yeah, I don't. I, there definitely was not as much downtime as Warrior Nun, but there were still a little spots where I was like, "Okay, really?" Like when he when he fell off the. the what, lighthouse. When he got the pushed lighthouse.
3: off of the lighthouse.
0: Yeah, when he got pushed off. I don't know. There was a few things in there that I was kind of like, okay, we can kind of speed this up a little bit. But yeah, I mean, the class distinction for me wasn't, you know, again, it wasn't something I was like, oh, I can't see that I could see that. For me, the only again, it's two thumbs up with like a, you know, just to say that it was a little dark. But it was still two thumbs up yeah you know i don't know what i would say if something was better than two thumbs up i'm gonna to have to have some other sort of you know two thumbs up plus but this was like a two thumbs up minus <laughs> okay like an a minus
3: i also i love 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 the sheriff um she was one of my favorite characters in true blood years mm-hmm. ago i love her uh, she
2: was also on the hundred wasn't she She
3: was also yep yeah, um yeah.
2: and i feel american horror story
3: Yes, she was also in that. And Sarah's dad is that guy that you know you know from somewhere, but you're not sure what you know him from. Like, he's the guy where you see him on the screen, and you're like, oh, that's the guy from, from, from. And I, I love him and everything that he does. Um, I, I also thought part of the darkness of it, and this might be part of that stuff that you said could have been done off, campus, off camera. Mm-hmm. Like, J.J.'s relationship with his father was so heartbreaking for me to watch, him just give his dad chance after chance and then his dad's just a bad dude. And I wanted John B's dad to be alive so badly and I just, I just. I think did. it was
0: good he wasn't though.
3: I thought it was good that he wasn't too but I, I just kind of kept hoping that he was like going to come back and mm-hmm. find it all with him. I don't know. I love I love you know at when they're on the boat and they're sailing away and they're talking in the thing and he's like you did this and you did that and everybody's listening to the conversation that's going on I just there were so many good things about this show yeah. I I like you said I just I didn't feel it had to be quite as dark as it had to be. That being said, I haven't spoken to anybody who's watched it and didn't really like it. My ki- my own kids who kept, you don't, I said, I think you'll love it. And they're like, you don't know. I'm not going to love it. I don't want to watch it. You love it, mom. Mom's like it. I don't want to watch it. And then both of them watched it and they're like, oh my God, that was fantastic.
0: See, my kids said the same thing, but then they won't watch it. Oh, see, They'll mine like, watched nah, it. And I'm they they that. were
3: like, you were absolutely right. And I was like, yeah, I always am. So
0: That is true. All right, so. Next up, we we put Katie to sleep now, unfortunately.
4: <laughs> no, like, my perception of that show was so different. If I had known that it was going to be a dark treasure hunting story, oh. I would have been in it from the beginning. I, I, I thought it was like some sappy teen romance drama. I. Yes. I would have been so in it. Also, true story, I just started watching The Goonies for the first time in my entire life last night. What? No joke. Oh, that's
0: <laughs> terrible. Let's get that. Well, I know. But, hold on, Katie's a lot younger than us, though.
4: I mean, I'm not that young. I'm 32, but a lot I was I was
1: really just old. a
4: little bit behind That's when cute. Goonies came out. Yeah. And I was at the age where like if I was going to see it, it was because my parents showed it to me and mm-hmm. my dad wasn't a huge fan of it. So it okay. just like never happened. Gotcha. But yeah, what a weird coincidence that I finally watched it yesterday and now we're talking about it today. <laughs> and <laughs> now, now like you can out of watch Outer Banks. Yeah. That's right.
0: All right. So we come to the part where we uh, talk about what's coming up. Now. Oh, hang on. Yes. Hang on. What else do we have? Feel the beat. Oh, I forgot about feel the
3: beat. Feel the. How could you forget feel the beat?
2: Maybe he it didn't was, feel the beat. Maybe no, he didn't. I did. not feel the beat. No, it was all right. It was better than Eurovision. I'll tell you that much. Oh, definitely. But it definitely. had the same storyline almost because she left too. She left. She, she came back. It happened. But I was, it was like, this is Eurovision. It was so much better. It was so much better. <laughs> and it had my man Lloyd. I love Lloyd from. I do uh, love
0: Lloyd as well. I love Montaraj. Yes. yes. Um, Yeah, I I definitely enjoyed that as well.
3: I, I liked it. It was one and a half thumbs for me. I'll watch any dance movie. I have seen them all. I will watch any dance movie. You add in Little Kids, you add in Broadway, and you add in like that Hallmark movie kind of chance at redemption. Like, and I, I'm totally in.
0: I knew everything that was going to happen and I still liked it. Right. Yes.
3: Exactly. Exactly. Yes. I Sophia Carson
0: killed it though.
3: She did, and killed it so well that I really didn't like her character throughout most of the movie. But and that's even, the whole point. And which even is at great. the end. I still didn't really like her. Like, she redeemed herself, but not in enough not, time for me. And I would agree I, with that. If I'm those little girls, I'm like, forget you. You left. We're done. The fact, mm-hmm. like, I was really ready for them to be like, be on your way. But, <laughs> Welly uh, Wong, but, though. She, but she didn't. I mean,
0: Welly Wong. Like, what a great right, character. Right,
3: I My favorite character was the actual dance teacher. In this, in this, the dance school, the one who owned the dance school, I okay. thought she was great. And part of why I didn't like April's character was because she didn't give any props to this woman who was the person who taught her to dance. She's now this Broadway person, and she goes back, and all she has are these demeaning, nasty words for this woman. And my favorite scene was when the woman was talking to those little girls, and she's explaining why April is so nasty. And I was like, yeah, yeah, see? That's why I love you, lady.
0: But think about it, right? Like, we rarely see professional sports athletes thank their t-ball coach. I mean, and that's what you're talking about at this point.
3: But I feel like if they went back to their hometown and they went to the old field and their coach was there coaching kids. Their t-ball coach? Yeah, their t-ball coach was there coaching kids. They might be like, oh my God, I remember when I was on this field. You know, I mean, unless it was a terrible coach, they would be like, yeah, you know, you really give me my stuff. Like they would say something. April just had this snooty attitude the whole time. Because
0: she was never going to get anywhere with that teacher. Like that teacher was a great person but what did you know from a teaching standpoint she had to break out past that like april had to get past her to become what she wanted to be
3: she did she did and she needed that motivation in herself but i feel like what that at that age at that young age the job of a dance teacher the job of a piano teacher the (laughs) job speaking as a piano teacher the job of a teacher of the arts with kids that age isn't to create Broadway stars to create award-winning whatever it is to create a passion and a love for the art and I feel like that's what that Woman was doing and then once April had that that's when she was able to go out on her own and say I want to be the best
0: but see you're talking about that from suburbia standpoint Which is a little different where you can instill the love of that into somebody and there's someone else that can take them there, right? Because, again, if you're a piano teacher and someone outgrows you, and I'm not saying they would, it is not a knock on you per se. Right, Right. no, I I got you. I understand. That there's somewhere else for them to go in suburbia. In country land, there there probably wasn't anywhere else for her to go. So when you kind of become that good and want to take that next step, you got to go somewhere else. I I don't know. I mean, I'm not saying that she should have been mean to her, but I can understand her needing to push past what that was to get her where she needed to be because she was so good at what she did.
3: No, I understand that. I, I do yeah. understand that. I just, I guess it just bothered me because, again, like I said, I just never really loved her character and I felt like that would have redeemed her a little bit if at some point, like even, even at the end, there was no point in the film where she told this woman that the woman was doing a good job or what she was doing was valuable or, you know... I, that really bothered me it really bothered me
0: and i think it made her more believable though
3: yeah because i knew
0: her personality and i knew the way she was and it all made sense that she wouldn't have done that that's true to me not to say that's right that's right or nice but it definitely made me feel more like okay april is a real character and because people
3: are awful and people wouldn't do that I don't know if
0: i would say awful but okay <laughs> I that's gonna, how i
3: felt about her i just felt like she wasn't a good person she was like she was literally out the door when she got that phone call there was you watched her face there was no moment of oh should i stay should i go it wasn't until she got caught leaving that she even looked a little bit like oh it was more uh oh i got caught instead of a Oh, maybe I should stay. She had to leave. I don't know. And again, you're right. That rang true for her character. She mm. wasn't someone who was going to feel bad. She was entirely focused on herself. She was entirely focused dream. on her dreams.
2: Yep. And it wouldn't be a know. Hallmark movie if those things didn't happen, guys. Come on. <laughs> In a
3: Hallmark movie, she would have thanked the teacher. Yes, yeah, she would
2: have. <laughs> and that's what made this movie a little bit better. There than
3: you a go. Movie. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. All
0: right. now, now, can we talk about coming soon?
2: yes now we may move on Ah, bust out your phones what do you got coming up that you are looking forward to I
0: get to go first because my phone's already ready to go Babysitter's Club comes out tomorrow it will be out by the time this actually airs it's phenomenal I've already seen it watch it it's really good it really is I I didn't even again I didn't read the books but love the show my daughter absolutely loved loved it loved it loved it loved it um so that comes out tomorrow, which is last Friday from the Monday that we released. Okay, cursed, July seventeenth. I'm in.
2: Yes,
4: I am psyched for that. Yep,
2: I'm. It looks a little. In. It, it kind of looks a little bit like Warrior Nuns. It has that feel to it. Uh, maybe. <laughs> All right, maybe not then. <laughs> maybe I don't know. I mean,
0: I'm I'm totally looking forward to that though. And you know, the show that I'm ready for is the Old Guard on July tenth.
3: I think I'm we're so all ready for that. that, yeah. I'm so yeah.
0: in on that. Let's see, down my list of things. I'm ready for the epic space tales, epic tales of Captain Underpants in space. I'm definitely going to watch that July 10th. How could you not? And I think I'm going to watch the Speed Cubers. It's totally not my normal type of show. It's a Diego type show, I feel like. Speed? <laughs> something What's liked. it called?
2: Speedcubers?
0: <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a documentary mm-hmm. about oh, Rubik's Cube solving people. Well, I am smarter than you, so maybe. <laughs> I could definitely <laughs> definitely get down watching that.
3: That is fascinating, by the way. Watching people solve that thing in under 30 seconds is bananas to me. I cannot mm-hmm. even understand it. It's amazing.
0: All right, I'm in on Animal Crackers, July 24th. You guys yeah, know? what is
4: happening yep. with that? I just watched the trailer for it. That is... It-
0: yeah it's it's totally outrageous so there's this it's an animation neglected circus there's this magical box of animal crackers so when you eat one you turn into the real animal i'm in i'm definitely in on that (laughs) i'm definitely in on that and let's see what else that i have on my list is that it is that possible oh i'm gonna watch milf i can't not watch milf because it just seems like it's gonna be funny but (laughs) i'm gonna watch it i think the trailer is hysterical So I don't know. That that's about forty year olds. So that's right up your alley, guys. That's what I'm saying. It's totally right up my alley. So I'm definitely gonna watch that. So I think that's my list. I don't think there was anything else that I was really, you know, that's it. That's it. What does everyone else? We've got
3: got some overlap there. I'm also gonna watch The Old Guard. Um, I'm gonna watch The Kissing Booth too. I loved The Uh, Kissing Booth. I can hear you sighing.
0: Wait, The Kissing Booth? (laughs) Yeah. When's that?
3: Uh, it's coming out July 24th. Kissing Booth 2. Oh. Kissing Booth was out. A Why year is that not on my list? I don't is it know. The Kissing
2: Game or The Kissing Booth?
3: Kissing Booth.
2: Kissing Booth was hysterical. I definitely yes. watched Kissing Booth. It was Booth a great
3: 2. movie. But it's not yeah, I coming
2: it. soon. Oh. How dare they?
3: I don't know. I don't know. I'm also going to watch The Umbrella Academy 2. Damon, yeah. And yeah. I know you're yeah. out on that Let's
1: one. Go. Yeah. Yes. But yes. I can't yes. wait. Yes. That's yes. July 31st. Yes. I can't yes. wait. Yes.
3: I've got The Babysitters Club. Again, I was too old for the books so i didn't watch
0: them <laughs> i'm admitting it but oh
3: i i'm interested in watching that i saw uh there's a romantic comedy desperados that they're gonna have that i want to see yeah
0: that, that's on my fake list
3: yeah oh that's <laughs> on my real i only have a real list but um unsolved mysteries diego i know you said you were not a Don't fan i want to at least give one episode a try Without i'm not a host
2: it's just not good
3: Okay, and then I really want to see Juwan, which is a horror, sc- I'm all about horror, so that's supposed to be coming out, it was kind of marketed for fans of The Grudge, and I loved The Grudge, so I'm interested in seeing that, and then just, I'm catching up on some other shows that I had started a long time ago, oh, I did see one that I wanted to see, Twin Murders, The Silence of the White City, that one looked kind of good too, and I don't normally watch things like that, but I'm, I'm kind of hopeful for it, so the, that's my list.
2: All right, all right. I got the old guard as well. You guys have talked about it. You've mentioned it, I think a few times. So I'm definitely going to peep that. I definitely want to see. I'm big on documentaries, so I'm going to definitely check out Down to Earth with Zach Efron. That looks kind of interesting. I'm interested to see what I like he's Zac talk Efron, about. but it seems boring to me personally. You're not big on documentaries, though. I'm not. You're not. You don't not. like to learn, which explains a lot. <laughs> I'm just not a teacher like you guys. <laughs> I mean, definitely Umbrella Academy. That's my jam. I'm super stoked for that because that was really, really good. Since Damon was making fun of me, I'll see what speed cubers are, but I don't think I'm, I'm going to really watch the whole thing. But what I'm really looking forward to, and I w- might, might watch this one with my mom, is Mucho Mucho Amor, the legend of Walter Mercado. Because I remember seeing this guy growing up and learning about and just watching him on all these shows so i'm interested to see that it's another documentary so you probably won't watch that damon and i'll check out i'll check out this uh, animal cracker uh, movie that looks kind of cool yeah i I think that'd be good all right katie what do you have on your list
4: uh cursed is probably my number one um and also umbrella academy for sure uh, you guys pretty much touched on most of them. I definitely want to see ju I also am a big horror person. And I'm really intrigued by the Zach Efron travel show. I yes. love a travel Stop. show. Like, I grew up watching Rick Steves as a kid. When most kids were watching, like, <laughs> kid shows, my dad was watching Rick Steves shows with me. Um, so I love a travel show, and I love Zach Efron. I'm a huge uh, High School Musical fan.
2: Guilty pleasure. So I'm really well.
4: intrigued by that. <laughs> Um, and then one that I have just fallen behind with that they release the next season is Marcella. I got to watch the next season of Marcella and that dropped a couple weeks ago. So that'll probably be my next big binge. Has anyone
0: seen the protectors or the, the, excuse me, the protector season four is coming out in July. I just, it looks like a show I would want to watch, but I haven't seen it.
4: I don't know if I've even heard Mm. of it.
0: Oh man. We're terrible. We're terrible. (laughs) Man, we're terrible.
2: Oh, we'll catch up. We'll catch up. I we, feel listen, like, we binged a I whole show I feel like we've had today. a lot
3: that we've watched. We talked about a lot of shows here, so I'm not going to feel guilty that I missed one.
0: Well, I, yeah, it, it, again, it's not out yet, season four, but I was just kind of curious. It looks like a show that we would all kind of like. So, what are we going to talk about next episode, though?
2: Oh my I definitely think we're gonna talk about the order. Not, not the sorry. Not the Stop order. The that. old guard. The old <laughs> guard. The old guard. The old, the old
3: guard. guard. I think we talk about uh, babysitters club. I'm trying to it seems think of like. when will yeah, babysitters club for sure. Depending on when it is, if we've if it's come out already, the kissing booth for sure. And yeah. then maybe we uh, maybe we just each kind of sneak something else in there.
0: Yeah, I think we're going to be a day off a of Curse, so we'll have to take yeah. care of that one, yeah. one after. Maybe we'll have Katie come back on for that one. That's like <laughs> a, month from, a month from now, so you got time.
4: Oh, yeah, I'm definitely down for that. So
2: All right. I think that's it. Well, that's everything. So, like always, guys, thank you for listening. Thank you for supporting the podcast. Really appreciate it. Come check out the Facebook page. Come check out everything that we're doing and supporting the podcast in any way you can iTunes Any, reviews. Yeah. iTunes reviews, anything. Um, anything else guys? Any final words? No. I think that's, that's it. it for me. All right. No, thanks. I'm good. All right. Katie, thank you for being on the yeah. show today. Really yep, appreciate thanks. it. Oh, with welcome. Thank to come you guys back for on. having me. Yeah. It was a blast. Awesome. Goodbye everyone.